0: On, he's ready to go On the The studios of WFN. This is Mike's on Francesca on the fan on this rainy Wednesday, the ninth day of October. Three game fives await as the Yankees wait to see who they'll play. We all expect it to be Houston, but hey, crazier things have happened. That will be game five in the ALDS tomorrow uh, in Houston, where they will have to beat a pitcher who has been unbeatable in Cole. Uh, but now, at least, that has impacted their rotation for the ALCS at the very least. Uh, It does change things. The Yankees will either be in Houston on Saturday or they'll be in Yankee Stadium on Saturday if they play Tampa. So it does change things. Uh, We'll get to the Yankee stuff in a minute. Aaron Boone will join us tomorrow. You have two classic game fives tonight in the National League. Both series have been terrific. First up, Braves and Dodgers in Atlanta at 5 o'clock. And then later on this evening, the Dodgers with a lot of pressure on them against the Nats and Strasburg. Strasburg against Bueller. It will not be Kershaw. It will be Bueller. Uh, and uh, big Game Five there as the expectations are very high for the Dodgers, who were overwhelmingly powerful at home this year. Uh, but the Dodgers now pushed to the brink. Houston now pushed to the brink. Uh, two heavy favorites pushed to the brink uh, by underdog teams playing well, and that's what we have. So great, great, great day for baseball. 5 o'clock, 8.30 this evening, classic game fives. A lot of pressure, no more pressure than you would get in these ALDSs. So enormous pressure in these games. Now, uh, Aaron will join us tomorrow. He made two things very clear. Uh, Well, really three guys. He said, number one, uh, Chapman's healthy. Uh, he said Britain's healthy. He said is healthy and made it seem like it's pretty good conclusion that Sabathia will be on the uh, uh, ALCS roster. And then he brought up Hicks, and Hicks is pushing to get back on the roster. And if Hicks gets back on the roster and uh, he at least brought up – now, Hicks hasn't played in a couple of months, but he did say they will consider seriously Hicks on the roster. If Hicks is on the roster and ready to play, you're not going to put him on the roster unless he's ready to start. You're not going to be able to look at him, though. That's the unthing. thing. You can always replace him if he's injured. All that would mean is he's out for the World Series anyway, so that's okay. But you could have a very limited bench here. You could have two guys who are on the bench in this series and didn't play, not in the series at all, because they had another pitcher and they had Hicks. They'll keep Mabin anyway. But here's what Hicks's presence does. It dramatically changes things. Let's say it's Houston, as we expect. Big, dominant right-handed starters. You need and let's say they say if they put Hicks on they're playing him you got Hicks in the lineup but they're going to want Gaudy in the lineup against those right-handed hitters, pitchers they're going to want uh without any question if they're going to put Hicks on the roster they're going to play him because they're going to put him on the roster to sit on the bench so if they have Hicks in center and you have Gaudy if Gaudy's in the lineup what do you do with Stanton now Stanton can't push and nobody's pushing in Canacion. Right now, the Yankees, I think, if you ask them to a man in the front office, they think Encarnacion's you know, the guy they have the most faith in in the, in the postseason. So he's in the lineup as the DH. You, now, here's the one thing you could do. You could put Stanton's DH moving Encarnacion to first and then put LeMay with third. You could do that. So Urshela becomes maybe a possibility to be vulnerable. Or does Stanton become vulnerable? I don't think you're going to take Gaudy out of the lineup Especially, you need the lefty against these right-handed power pitches of the Astros. So, A, does he put Hicks on? If he puts Hicks on, it makes somebody else in that lineup very vulnerable. It's not on Canacion. It's not LeMayu. It's either Urshela or Stanton. One of those two. So, I think they want to play Gaudy. The question is, do they leave Gordy in center? and tell Hicks, wait till the World Series? Or do they tell Hicks, not this year? We'll have to first see if they activate Hicks. Hicks, If they activate Hicks, they put a lot of pressure squarely on the performance of Stanton. Because you need to get Guardi's bat in the lineup. That left-handed bat. That means the Stanton DH and O'Shella goes to the bench and LeMayo goes to third. That's one way you could do it. But I'll tell you this, is going to be in the lineup and Gaudy should be in the lineup. So it's going to be interesting to see whether they decide to just leave Guardi alone in center and not risk Hicks, or if they do risk Hicks, who that puts in a vulnerable position once they put Hicks back in center field. It'd be fascinating to watch how that all unfolds for the Yankees who are sitting waiting to see if it'll be Tampa, and that would be wild. Glass now against... Uh, cold tomorrow night, and then whether or not a lot of people have been thinking about going to L.A. this year, and I have thought the same thing, but how about L.A. faced with elimination this after, this evening against Washington? Cardinals and Braves, I think we all thought it could go five. I thought the Braves would win in five, so not surprised we're there in that series. Not totally surprised by Washington. I thought they could win a couple of games. I still think the Dodgers will win today. Uh, but it is a little bit also of an indictment of the guy will be the first guy at the bullpen tonight, which is Kershaw doesn't get the start. Bueller does, and that's the way they set it up. So a lot of things going on. Three big game fives. Two today, one tomorrow, and then, of course, we'll be back in the ALCS on Saturday. Now, uh, football, it looks like the young giant quarterback will have a lot of his weapons on the bench uh, when they play tomorrow night. And you know what, you're playing against a defense that not only is smart and tough and experienced, it has also performed as the best defense in the league this year. It's allowed virtually nothing, and it really, really uh, covers so well. I mean, uh, the pressure they'll put on, but also the way they cover because, you know, they do such a great job. You know, they they really do. Uh, Pats have three of the top coverage defensive backs in the league. There's no question about it. You know, Jones and Jason McCarty, and then, of course, Devin McCarty. I mean, they have enormous coverage skills, as mo- uh, really among the best, absolutely among the best, and that will make it very tough with very limited uh, weapons. And with their ability to get to the quarterback and the tricky things they do and what Belichick does against young quarterbacks, uh, that will make that a very... You know what it'll be? It'll be a learning experience. Nobody expects them to win this 17-point on the dogs. It will be a learning experience. And while Jones will get a learning experience in Foxborough tomorrow night, you hope it isn't a uncomfortable experience for Sam Donald, who returns to action on Sunday. And if you are... The jet hierarchy. If you are the head coach, if you are anybody who has their hands on this offense, the first thing, A, get back into the league with a competitive game plan, but B, make sure you protect your quarterback. You cannot let him come back off the, the illness he's had and take the kind of beating looking at what's happened to your quarterbacks in recent weeks. No one can understand anything that Gaze did last week in any way. By not preparing the backup and and, and making it feel like he seems that it was going to be go uh, that it was going to be Sam all week when it really wasn't, but now he's got Sam back and he's got to protect him, and the Jets get a chance to return to the football against the Cowboys on Sunday. Uh, they'll meet in the four o'clock hour on Sunday uh, in what will be like a Dallas home game, and the Cowboys coming in needing a win in the worst way, having lost to the Saints and the Packers in the last two weeks. But the Cowboys are a good defense that is very quick, and they also have scored a lot of points this year, So, uh, except for their game in New Orleans. Uh, this is a tall order for the Jets in what will be very much a building where there will be more Cowboy fans than will be Jet fans. I wouldn't even think that's even uh, a surprise at this. the way things have been going. I think that will be the case. They'll have gobbled up all the tickets. That comes Sunday, though. we got plenty of time to talk about that. Tomorrow, of course, Giants and Pats tomorrow night. And then, of course, all the baseball. Uh, we'll have Boone tomorrow, and we'll lock down exactly what's going to happen. Uh, we won't know yet when he comes on who they're playing. You have to give Tampa at least a at least a chance. Hey, they're in a game five. You're in a game five. Anything's possible. Could win one, nothing. Could win two, one. Ball could bounce the wrong way. But they're facing a pitcher who's been facing a tough team at home and a pitcher who has been all but unbeatable uh, in recent months. All but unbeatable. He has had a remarkable, remarkable run, at Cole has this year. And he was that good first time around uh, in, in the first game he pitched in this series. So, you know, you cannot show him anything except the uh, highest, highest amounts of respect he's earned that. I mean, that's how good he has been. And they jumped out quick on uh, Verlander last night. But the amazing thing last night wasn't the fact that they got a couple of runs uh, off Verlander. The amazing thing last night was that they were shut down, as they were by that, uh, you know, committee game, by, you know, by uh, Tampa, which has continued to just be utterly remarkable. Talk about remarkable. In his last 15 starts this year, Cole's ERA is 15 starts, 1.67, 102 innings, allowed 56 hits, and struck out 165 batters. Did you hear what I just said? In 102 innings, over 15 starts, he pitched 102 innings. He gave up 56 hits. And struck out a hundred and sixty-five and walked twenty, and his record during that time, twelve and zero. Team didn't lose any of the games. He was twelve and zero over that time period. And his last thirty starts, he is twenty and three. So, like we said, facing the best. The best right now, the best pitcher this year in baseball. That's what he's been. Last fifteen starts, last ten starts, without any question, that's what he's been. In every every any any amount of time you want to mark with, he has been that good. So that, but that's hey, that's why they play the fifth game. Houston doesn't want to play it. Atlanta doesn't want to play it. Dodgers don't want to play it. Even though they were great at home this year, they don't want to play it. Nobody wants to play the fifth game. That's all you're left with now, so that's what it is. Three fifth games, we'll see what happens. You want to give the edge to the home team, but in baseball, you give the edge to tomorrow's pitcher. That's that's the edge. And everybody's got a pitcher going that they feel comfortable with. Some are better than others, but everybody's got a, pitching, a pitcher going that they feel comfortable with, otherwise he wouldn't be going. So a lot to get to today. We'll get it all rolling right after this.